Hello and warm welcome to the TNC podcast. Are you up for the cup? I'm not anymore. Um, Chris, welcome back. <laughs> right, can I just make this Cheers. abundantly clear that for pure transparency for our listeners and viewers around the world who are loyal and I massively respect, I don't want to be talking to you today. <laughs> I tried to put Jack off filming Look, this. Look, this, this was a tough I, sell. This I, was a tough didn't sell. Didn't I? Last yeah. night, I gave Jack the, oh, sorry, mate, I've not put it in my diary. And then I gave him the, oh, yeah, but, mate, it was just the FA Cup. And then I went, oh, yeah, but, mate, there's nothing else to talk about. So, yeah, I want to be really honest. I don't, I don't want to do this today. And, and, and this, is the, this is the hypocrite that I have to deal with <laughs> on a weekly basis because this man often publicly shames me <laughs> for not being up for the cup. The first who, time you've been up for the cup ever, by the way. Who was at Bristol Rovers at home <laughs> while this man was swanning about at five-star London yeah, restaurants? Thank God for that. Maybe, thank maybe, that. maybe, you know, don't... And I didn't miss anything, did I? I tell you, no, I, yeah, did, you I tell did. you what I did miss. Yeah, you did. I tell you what I did miss. A solid Anel Hernandez performance. Maybe you've been the curse all along. Maybe. You're not there and, he's, and he turns Maybe. up. Maybe. Uh, look, it was FA Cup third round action. I was in the lower river end. Mm. Haven't, the, I, I've, I was trying to work out the last time I was there and I, and I finally worked it out. Go on. The last time I was in there was 2012. The goal um. scorer for Norwich City under 18s Cameron McGeehan wow. in, in our um, first leg tie against Chelsea. That's really niche. Yeah, that was the last time I was there. Um, uh, the, the facilities, I must say, in the River End are awful. Genuinely feel for anyone who, who sits there on a, on a weekly basis. Norwich City need to look at themselves. Um, 20 minutes I had to wait to go to the toilet. Just add that on top of the pile of everything else. Yeah, look, I, was, um, I saw the team and I thought, oh, yeah, really strong, strong team. Yeah, Wagner up yeah. the cup. Yeah, didn't. Yeah, didn't. Um, I think he, he had a couple of the younger lads on the bench, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but didn't you know? Didn't say here you go. Here's your opportunity. Yeah. Played a really strong team. So you're looking at the team sheet, and I'm looking at it before I climb the Millennium Dome, Jack. Yes. And I'm thinking, cool, fucking hell, hello. This could be this could be a cricket score. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, it could be. Yeah. We've got Sarge up top yeah. with, with Big Bad Barnsley. Yeah, we've got we've got Borja signs. Mm. I mean, my God, it's, yep. I mean, you're, you're looking at that and you're thinking, cool, hello, and, and you think, and you think, cool. Well, actually, we don't need to worry about conceding today, do we? No, no. oh God, no. We've got Grant Hanley at the back. Yeah. My, b- b- <laughs> I don't know if you'd have seen this on the highlights. My favourite Grant Hanley moment, and I'm skipping right to the end. We'll get back to the the rubbish in between. We finished the game with ten men. Yes. Did you see this? Yes. Because I. I was I was watching Grant Hanley. The ball was still in play, and I'm seeing him sort of jog towards Wagner. I'm thinking this is strange that there's no substitution board mm. gone up, um, no break in play, and he runs past David Wagner. I'm thinking I oh, must be maybe going to get a drink. A bit strange, but okay. or, or the toilet. One of those or situations where he goes for number two, perhaps. And Grant Hanley disappears down the tunnel, never to be seen again. With about ten minutes left to play. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen that before. And, and that, and that, <laughs> he just went, yeah, you know what, yeah. I've had enough. And that's our captain. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, he had a bit of an injury, but we were up, but we were under the cosh at that point. I mean, imagine if we'd have oh, conceded and just, lost it. Can I just say? <laughs> I just saw what you, the fact that you've just said we were under the cosh by Bristol Road. No, no, no at to home. be fair, because oh, who's leading the line for them? Golly gosh. Well, Chrissy Martin, uh, if gone from every pub in Beckles. So fair play. Or Bungie, or I forgot what the rumor was. Um, no, Beckles and Waveney. 
Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. it's 68 pubs, I think he was banned for. Can I just say, Super Chrissy Martin, Legend. what a boy. I remember the uh, the golden NCFC triangle, as I'm calling it. You know, <laughs> Wesley, Super Chrissy Martin, and Big Grant Holt up top. I mean, Great uh, You know, we just battered League One. Got out there at the first time of asking. Anyway, how the times have changed. Yes. Because now, um, we and, and, and let's be honest, I mean, you were there to witness it with your own eyes. That was a loss. I think we were fortunate to get oh, to get to, to get a replay out of that game. Absolutely, we, we thing, will be happy with but that. But the thing, Jack, that has boiled my piss, and I and I and I'll preframe this with: I really don't like it when a manager or head coach does a press conference, and you know, it's kind of like it's kind of it's not similar to us, but when you're constantly talking mm. publicly all the time, eventually you're going to say something <laughs> that, you know, doesn't land well or doesn't make sense or is contradictory or is actually incorrect and, or and we must, is the wrong thing. And he's speaking in a second language. Of course, absolutely. But, big but. <sighs> and the people know what I'm going to say already, okay? You're going into a game, yeah. right, against Britain. And I'll, and I'll, make, sure, well, and I'll, and I'll make sure it goes, fucking hell, Jack. Shut up. Right. Let's let's get this completely correct, right? We're going into a game, a cup game. And by the way, what round was it? Third round. Third round. Yeah, yeah. Right? And the, the, the quote was, we don't want a rematch, but if we have to, then we take it. Oh, come on! Come on! Like, and I'm, I'm like... Words and I and I've said this about Stuart, Stuart Webber, and I say this about anyone in a high-profile position oh. in an organisation. Your words matter. Okay, what message does that send to the supporters that don't fucking want to attend on Saturday but just do it out of pure habit because mm. they've got nothing else to do in the region? Mm. What message does that send to the supporters? Mm. What message does it send to the players that are all on social media? They're all reading it and they're going, oh, hang on a minute. Hang on, wait, what? Oh, he's all right with a re- with a, with a replay, mm. eh? And I know it's petty, and I know it's small, but it's those small details that all pile up and pile up and create, you know, th- th- this 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 shadow, this massive cloud over the North City Football Club at the moment. It matters, mm. and and I need to, you know, back David up now to contradict myself and say. And part of the reason why I've looked at that and have had such an issue with it, he's the only one doing any talking at the moment. So, of course, he's going to say something that's not going to hit the mark. Mm. So that was the thing, even before we kicked the ball, Jack, the ball my piss. Mm. And it was no surprise. Well, this is how far our club has sank. This is how far we've, we've digressed. We've rotted. The fact that I'm not surprised that we've drawn against Bristol fucking Rovers at home with a strong team. Do you know what? I'd have I'd have a lot of respect if he went if if, if Wagner and coaching side went, ah, yeah, fuck it. Let's let's give the let's give that starting eleven a, a, a little rest. Do they deserve it? No, they absolutely don't. But let's just keep them out of the limelight for a bit. Couple of disappointing results. It's not worked. Let's just let them have a rest. Mm. Let's just let them have rest. Play, give opportunities to the youth. Because the conversation that's going to come, I think, later on regarding the January window. If you're a young player at Norwich City Football Club, there's no... And, and 
this is the thing that baffles me again. Ben Napper came from Arsenal and was leading, I think it was Pathways and mm. there was something else there. Like, there's no pathway. Mm. Or actually, no, there is a pathway. It's the tiniest bloody pathway for those people that walk through Norwich. It's that pathway between Chapelfield and St. Stephen Street that can only have one person in <laughs> and out. It's a tiny fucking pathway. That's niche, path knowledge, but I like it. There's no pathway for youngsters, which is another concern as to why we're sticking with, with, with David Wagner. It, it just, it, it, it baffles me and we just go on and we go on and we go on and I do this podcast, this blessed podcast every week and I say the same thing. I'm a broken record and I'm sick of me. <laughs> I'm bored of me. I'm bored of listening to myself yeah. talk about our beloved football club. Look, Saturday was a really good opportunity, I think, to get some new, huge, some new fans involved. Yes, cheap, cheap ticket, and actually, but you know, they they shut the upper tiers, so it was essentially a sellout. It was absolutely heaving, and I and I'd logged on to Norwich, I think, on the Wednesday, and I thought, oh, I could pick wherever I want to sit. Mm-hmm. Me and a few friends, and um, could like all the seats were gone basically, so so I had to go in the lower river end. We had a, a lovely family behind us. I think the, the, the mum was a season ticket holder. Mm-hmm. This is how I worked out. The mum was a season ticket holder. The husband or the boyfriend or partner wasn't yep. really that fussed. Yep. And they brought their two young daughters along. Lovely. And it was lovely. Great. And um, we went one nil up. Yep. And we thought, oh, happy days. The kids were singing, Amazing. chanting yellow. It's really enjoyable. A bit chilly. We conceded, but still good times at, at half time. They went and bought some Haribo Tang Fastics. And, and then the decline started. Bristol Rovers on the front foot. And there was a great line um, from this little uh, young girl, about, about 60 minutes in. And, and she said, Mummy, I'm not enjoying this no longer. Can we go back to Greg's? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, actually, can I come as well? Because, you know, that, 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 cheese, and so onion, did you? <laughs> that cheese and onion bake pre-match was far more enjoyable than this. Let me respond to that, right? You've touched upon something which is an issue, that's mm. been, which, which has been in and around this football club for years now. I'd actually say it's probably not kicking the pants off a decade this has been a problem. And that is that Norwich City have an aging supporter base, okay? Like every club, but the challenge with Norwich City Football Club is we have so many season ticket holders, loyal, passionate, dedicated season ticket holders that deserve way more respect than they're getting, as always. And the problem is they're getting older, they're Mm. not getting younger. And so these cup games, which is why I've been relentlessly on your back for being anti-cup, these so that was why you weren't cup there, games, not attending. These cup games are vital for the future of our football club. They future-proof your fan base. Mm. Yeah, It gets fans thinking yellow and green, not blue and white of Chelsea or, 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 or Manchester City or, or, God forbid, you know, Arsenal or Manchester United, one of those plastic clubs in the Premier League. And we've just turned them off. That game... They won't bother anymore. No, of course they won't. It's a problem that's been about for a long time. And and by the way, I always say, this is with no offence to anyone that, you know, classes themselves as old. Like, I really respect you as a supporter. I feel old. But, you know, we have to be enticing, you know, young supporters and getting them into this football club. And so that game was mm. even more important for that. And just we've just turned up and... and- put in such a shit display again. Look, it started well. Norwich, um, for the first 10... Look, it was it was end-to-end, but it was a, a relatively nice move for the opening goal. I think it was Forshaw from deep. Pings a ball, a relatively hopeful ball, but Onel was was bright, in, a, in against the defender, picks it up, squares it to Barnes, 1-0. Mm, yeah. You're thinking, right, 1-0 after 10 minutes against 
League One opposition, kick on. Yeah. Two or three by half time, cup over, bring some youth on. Love it. Routine. With you. And I'm thinking, okay, like, this is a nice start. Four, I think it was four minutes later mm. after after just retreating and retreating and you could feel it coming, you could feel it coming. It was a great finish by by Grant Ward. Yes. We, we'd cleared our lines. Fisher picks it up. I felt a little bit sorry for him because I thought other than that had a fairly solid game. Yeah. Gives it away. Great finish. 1-1. And from that point on, it was all Bristol Rovers. And how many times this season have we seen us take the lead? Yeah. It doesn't have to be one goal. It's been two goals against Watford and Leeds United. And just the complete lack of game plan from that point onwards to see a game out. And I'm not talking about this game seeing it out because you should be kicking on, scoring two, three, four. I thought Bristol Rovers, to their credit, were good and brought an incredible following on a day that trains were cancelled. A huge following. Congratulations to Bristol Rovers. Should have won the game. But I was watching this team apparently Mm. striving for championship success And thinking, you are so far off the level the, we need to be at. Mate, the thing that, you know, we can debate tactics, you know, lineups, in-game management and, and all of that stuff until the cows come home. We really can. The thing that concerns me the most and always does is we are mentally weak. And you know what? I don't care anymore. And I know that I know that some of the players and people inside the, the four walls of the football club listen to this. Clip it up. Put me on the changing room, changing room wall. Your mentality is piss poor. It's piss poor. But was and this I not why the, the experienced players for, were supposed and I feel to come for, in? And I feel, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I feel for young Kellen Fisher. He's made a mistake, as all young players do. I think he's been. I think he's been brilliant when he's been called upon this season. Yeah, he was, he was yeah? okay. Bearing yeah. in mind that he was playing non-league last season. Yeah, that that boy deserves to 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 be backed and. The way that that performance fizzled out, all it's done is it's, it's 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 almost made it look like, and I don't want. In fact, I'm not even going to say what I what I what I think that others are thinking. But the the the, the critical point you made there, Jack, is regardless of Kellen's mistake, the lads should go and win that four five six one. They should, they should, but mm. they don't because they're mentally weak. Yeah, and and I do agree with the message of the players like David Wagner, but they don't. They're clearly not. Either the instructions are getting confused here, um, or they're just fed up with the tactics that they're that, that they're being told to play, and it's and it's not working. So, look, it's it's a sh- and do you know what, Jack? When is this bloody replay that we've got to play? Tuesday. So it's sandwiched in between Hull and Westbrook. So it's it's Hull on Friday, away. I assume come back to Norfolk to then travel to Bristol on the Tuesday night to then return, and it's. West Brom the following Saturday. I mean, you know, Wagner had, had, had almost spoken it up. Um, a quick word for Long, who I've given a, a hell of a lot of stick to this season, I thought was actually pretty good on Saturday. Well done. But did well say, done. but did say in his interview post match that you know they. What did he say about the the replay? Uh, I think he, well, he's just trying to rally the troops. Wasn't rally he? The he, troops. he was trying to rally the troops. But it, you know. <laughs> You just don't want that trip after Holloway. Yeah. Um, so I thought I thought Long had a, had a pretty good game. Um, the two players who I thought had a really good opportunity to, to just kind of bed themselves in, Adam Forshaw returned into the starting yeah, eleven. Yeah, good seeming. And, and so did Liam Gibbs. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing we learnt from that was that they're a long way from Sarah and Nunes. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, so they enough. so they didn't paint themselves in much good light to to be starting. 
league games. And and I feel I think I think I think Connor Southwell wrote a, a piece about Liam Gibbs. I think we're at a really pivotal time with with Liam Gibbs's progression. Yes, um, I saw that great piece. From, I, I, from I don't Connor. think I don't think David Wagner has helped his cause. He's not a ten. We know that Liam Gibbs will know that. I think the only person that doesn't that thinks he's a ten is is that Wagner. Um, he just when Gibbs first came into the setup, he was buzzy and. Not, I said he was a regen of Ollie Skip. Well, I don't think he was ever that, but he, there was there was something about him that you went, oh, okay, there's something yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see that anymore. His, mm. his, his complete lack of influence on the game on Saturday but, but, was, a, was a real concern. And we're at that moment now where, where Gibbs is still young and, and I'm sure he will have a bright future. But if it's going to come at Norwich City, they're the opportunities he needs to take. But, Jack, Liam Gibbs is, is, is one of six or seven players that I could reel off that are being that their development and yes. progression and uh, the way they're, they're I guess settling into Norwich is being affected by the management yes. of this current coaching setup yes they're being stifled yes and many of them not just a handful over a handful and I, and I want to and I want to um, I actually want to challenge your point about uh, George Long and Daniel Hernandez and you'll be quite surprised to hear I've that from me I've just praised them yeah I know but you'll be quite surprised to, to, be, to hear this from me Jack but do you know what yeah, I'm not fucking surprised. And so they should have been good against Bristol Rovers. Mm. So they should have been good. It's Bristol Rovers in League One. Uh, we're at home. Yes, I expect a good performance from George Long, from Anel Hernandez, mm. from all of those players. So, yeah, I agree. Give them praise. And they deserve praise. And I'm pleased that they did well. But let's be careful. Let's not sink our standards to, oh, well done, boys. 1-1 one, one at home to Bristol fucking Rovers. Come on. We're Norwich City Football Club. Well, look, Arnel got an assist. Uh, should have been more. Um, yeah, was it? I, I think he probably could have had what? Two, well, definitely two, but arguably three. three. I, I, look, Adamida came on for Josh Sargent, and look, I, I like Adamida. I think, in terms of athletically, he is the perfect forward. He's strong. He's quick. He's got a powerful shot. Yes. But I, I think I can probably count. Three or four, just from the top of my head. Coventry away. Um, what was the last defeat that we um, over... I, I try not to think about it. It was um, over Christmas. We lost 1-0. Who was it? God, I can't even remember. I was trying to... It wasn't West Brom. It was the one after West Brom. Millwall. Millwall. Um, the game at the weekend. Opportunities that are like two feet in front of him. That you just chuck yourself at. And someone replied, I, I put it out, I said, Adam Eder at the moment lacks the killer instinct mm -hmm. that all good strikers possess. I think he could have had three, four, five more goals this season if he just throw, throws himself. And, I, and someone replied with a clip of Grant Holt, I can't remember what, what, um, who it was against. Very similar cross, wide, wide area, throws it into the six-yard mm. box. And Holt, I don't even think he get. I think it's like his, his rib cage that meets it. He just launches himself at yes. it. He ends up in the back of the net. Yes. The ball ends up in the back of the net. The goalkeeper ends up in the back of the net. That's what I want to see Adam Eder doing. I want yeah. Adam Eder to succeed at this football club. But time after time, he's given good opportunities, whether that be time on the pitch, opportunities to, 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 to finish... And I know he scored some really important goals this season, and and he's and he's done well in in that regard. Yeah. But oh, he could have had so many more. And that's my concern with Ida, is he's got everything that he needs, yeah. other than that instinct, that 
willingness to just throw mm-hmm. yourself at something that I'm not sure is taught. I think that's I think that's mm-hmm. nature. But again, Jack, I respond to that with the fact that Adam's uh, development at Norris City has been stifled, has mm. been mismanaged. He should have been given a loan move. He wasn't. He didn't get a loan move. Okay, that's vital for a player mm. at that age. He was playing under Dean Smith for a long time. I mean, that stifles anyone's development. Okay, <laughs> he's been pushed out wide like Josh Sargent was. He's been playing in a team that's been in a relegation battle that barely touched the fucking ball mm. in the Premier League. Yes, he has been given chances in the Championship, but look, he scored some vital goals this season, and I don't think I think Adam and Adam's performances are the, are the smallest of fires. I oh, really yeah, do. Absolutely. I really do, and I think we need to be. And I think that that it's important. The, the the context around Adam is important, and the, the final point that I would I would back back at you on Adam Eder. Look how that boy plays for for Ireland. No, look, look how I- he's managed for Ireland. Look at the position. He plays for Ireland. Look at the, the type of football that Ireland play and allow Adam Eder to play, okay? The boy, and, and, and by the way, and the crowd are on his side as well. Look, Adam Eder, let, let's continue to get behind him, okay? Oh, absolutely. If he plays in a confident side, let's go back to our pre, the, the, the podcast before, Jack, we said, we're not creating enough chances. Mm. So when you get a chance now, it's like, oh my God, I've got a chance, I've got a chance. And it's like, it, imagine, being, imagine being in his boots he gets one chance a game, albeit he had a couple against Bristol Rovers. You know, that's, there's a lot of pressure there. Look, I, I'm not blindly, it's not blind faith. I know there's been periods where Adam's not been up to the standard that we expect, but I believe this season, in spite of all of the circumstances and at the start of the season, the abuse that he was receiving and last season, He's managed to get himself yeah, yeah. progressing again. Look, okay? this this is very much coming from a place of, of love. You want him in, to in do in well. A, I, I want know. him to do well. He's a great guy. You want to see players that have come through the ranks yes, progress. Yes, absolutely. And, and and this is me going, he's got the attributes. Yep, yep, yep. He's I agree. fit, he's strong, I agree. he's I agree. really powerful And you mentioned shot. Grant Hull. Well, Grant Hull was one of the former players that said to yeah, me, yeah. Revo, Adam Eder... Really good player. Mm. Really good. You're player. right, though. Not the main concern. The main yes. concern here is something that we knew about 12 months ago. Yes. And and that is we have a manager completely inept of changing it in game. The tactics on Saturday were were were, were abhorrent. Um, were really really poor. Just passive and negative. And look, I've said to you before, it, I don't mind watching us play negative if it reaps reward. Mm. But this isn't. This is not. This is doing yeah. nothing. It's yeah. not fun to watch. Yeah. It's not betting in youth. Yeah. Anything you want from this, it's not happening. And it's not yeah. moving in the right direction. Because that was my defence of, of part of the, the, the Dean Smith show for yeah. a while. Was, yeah, look, this is really it's horrible. It's stodgy. But actually, there were... You know, large spells where we were just grinding out yeah. results. You and know? that's I'm 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 almost okay with that. I, I'm now not. I've been put off it now. Um, but no, totally agree with your point. I want to bring something up, Jack. And you've just you've just tapped on it there by accident. I, I feel that you've and this. I don't know if this is off the agenda or not. I really want to talk about your summary, your your post Bristol summary. And I highly encourage anyone watching and, watching and, and listening to this now to, to to go and watch Jack's summary, particularly with how you talk about. You know, almost like the canary state of nation. Large, um, I think, large sections of supporters are now uh, asking questions of, of Ben Napper and going, "Hang on a minute, 
what, where are you? What are you up to? And again, like I said in the last podcast, I, I wish that I had some sort of defense of that, but because we are not, because I don't think he can communicate because of the fact that really all fans want to hear is, when are you getting rid of David? So actually, he probably can't really communicate right now. But because of that, it does create this perception, which you use that word very well in your, in, your, in your review, Jack, of, well, bloody hell, like, you know, where are we going? What are we doing? Who are we signing? And, you know, there are so many questions that continue to, to, to pile up, to pile up. And the, 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 the crescendo, the conclusion of, of, of your video, which was brilliant, is that really there's, there's two options here. And the option that we, that we are, that, that, that we're choosing which is just just beyond my brain, choosing to go with, which is we stick with David Wagner. Norwich City and the Norwich City hierarchy are dangling off a tightrope at the moment. They're walking a tightrope with supporters, large sections. And there have been years gone past, and I reflect, you know, I, I was young and I was emotional, and, I, and I've probably said things like, um, yeah, I'll be surprised if people, you know, renew their season tickets. Da, 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 da. But actually, I was saying that when we were in the, you know, Premier League under Chris Hutton, um, when we'd just been relegated. Um, I can go on and on and on on that note, but I really mean it this time, and I've really thought about it. I, I think that at the moment, if we stick to what it is, large sections of supporters will not renew their season ticket. They won't. And by the way. I reckon that they'll get it back quite comfortably. There won't be a bloody queue for a North City season ticket, well, especially at the one of the highest prices in the championship. Mm. And that, sadly, and I and I've defended um, Dealer and Michael Wynne Jones because of how they are and what they've done and when they've saved this football club. But unfortunately, that is the only thing now that is going to make that's going to make them do something is is toxicity, unrest, and critically, the black and white, the numbers, when people don't renew their season tickets, and North City hierarchy, let me bloody tell you something for free, that is coming, and it's coming like a steam train in your in-tray on your desk. A serious drop-off in North City season tickets. And I'll be, I'll be frank, Jack, like, if I didn't have to, I say have to. It's a great honour and privilege to be on this podcast and to do to do the scrimmage with Rob Butler on BBC Radio Norfolk. If I didn't have, if I wasn't doing that, I wouldn't be turning up this season to watch this shit. No fucking way. Mm. And by the way, can I say I'm really sorry to keep swearing. I really am. I just I find it so difficult not to at the moment because it is just so turgid. I think it's a great point, Chris, and I said it on on my video on Saturday. Like you know, we're very lucky to be doing this and and. It's not our job, but you know, it's it's part of our our lives. And and I was thinking, like, if I wasn't doing this, would I be choosing to spend one my hard earned hard earned cash and my time to go? And I think for the first time ever since since I've been going since like two thousand and nine, since I've been going on a consistent mm. basis, I think it was the first time I went. No, I don't think I would. And and look, we've seen That's some scary, we've seen is. some some hor- horrible football in in the last yes. fifteen years, yes. right? And, and you would have seen mediocrity to an extent before I was going. Yeah, I did. But in the time I've been going, fifteen years. Yeah. 
there's always been something to cling on to. Yes. And like, of course there is to an extent now. I love watching Jonathan mm. Rowe. I love watching Gabby yeah. Sarah. Yeah. I'm excited about what the Athanasios can yeah. bring. There's always something. Yeah. But it is that feeling of passiveness that I'm really getting tired of. And mm. and, and, and I kept using the word perception because I'm, I'm, I, I really... I feel very um, uneasy about criticising Ben Napper. But it has to be because you, in particular, are in a very lucky position that you get to speak to people. Yeah. And you're all, you're, you know, that. much like the journalists who cover our club really well, they get to see the inner workings of a football club more than, than the average fan. Mm-hmm. And like that's the same up and down the country. And you get, with that, you get e- extra context. But for the match going fan, it's really difficult to see what's going on, and 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 I see and I see and I speak to so many people, particularly on Saturday, were coming up to me and going, "Jack, where's it going?" You know, and, and I wanted to give them something. But I you wanted can't. to give them some hope because I've always tried to lean on the edge yeah. of optimism, as we do with life, as we do with football. Yeah, I can't, I can't give people something to to grab onto because it would be, it would be. I wouldn't be truthful. Well, you'd be making it up. I'd be making but it mate, up. Let me t- let, but let me tell you something, mate. I'm ha- the conversations I'm having over the last few weeks, I can't, I can't share any, any, anything mm. to cling on to, any hope, any, any belief, any positivity, any optimism. I can't. I and, can't. and I'm constantly in that mindset of, is this entitlement as a Norwich fan? Because yeah. we've seen ups and downs. That's and like, good. Well, there, there are so many clubs in the Championship who are, who are probably similar size to us. Yeah. Stoke, Swansea. West Brom to an extent, yeah. who who have had Premier League success and probably more so than us in the last decade and, and sustainability and have dropped down and are really struggling to find a way out. But then I think, actually, no, it's not entitlement. Fourth highest wage bill in the division. Mm-hmm. Parachute payment money still coming in. One of, if not the most expensive season ticket in this division. We should, it's not an entitlement, we should be expecting the highest of standards from our football club. Even if we had the lowest wage budget in this division, we should still be expecting everybody to be pulling in the right direction. I'm well, certainly not. In the I'm certainly not questioning the effort of people because I think that would be a very lazy argument. I think everyone is working hard. Mm-hmm. But I think at the moment we've got people pulling in very dif- different directions. Yes. And, and, and the most concerning thing for me, Chris, is... You mentioned season ticket renewals. Now, from a financial standpoint, I think it's it's not the highest of, um, you know, it's not make or break for Norwich whether 3,000 people don't renew. But really? The, no, I think I, it is. I, it, it's, it's well, I think it is now. It's it hasn't been when we're doing yeah, the Premier maybe. League. It is now, Jack. But I think, or equally, I think for a while, for the next couple of years, you'll, you'll fill those seats with general admission or you give more to away fans but look i'm not i'm certainly not saying that that's a good way to go down but it's the kind of people that i'm seeing saying i'm not renewing agreed in terms of yeah really loyal supporters loyal yeah fans very level-headed away away games it's not even a financial issue like people who've got that disposable income Mm. just going i'd rather go and go for a walk on a Saturday and listen and listen to Chris Gorham and then when we're 2-0 down against Plymouth I can just switch it off and I'll go for a, go for a coffee that's the concerning mm. thing it's not uni students who are maybe short of cash and they're going away yeah, yeah, so yeah. they won't be able to go that's a real concern and it's and it's going in one direction I think Norwich fans that have been so patient with Wagner any I genuinely think every, the 23 other championship yes. clubs in this form Wagner's gone 
course. He would have gone so long ago. I, I, brilliant. I, I, I agree with, with everything that you've just said, Jack. And, and a club that you've brought up, and I'll give you an example, is Stoke City. Yeah. And in London, someone recognises me. Elliot. Hello, Elliot. Oh, yes. And, it, and he nice goes, picture. oh, hello, Revo. Nice to meet Stoke you finally. Fans, Stoke City fan, mm. right? They're below us. And I said, how's the mood, Elliot? And he went, yeah, it's really good. It's mm-hmm. really good, actually. Started to pull a couple of results together. We've got a new gaffer at the helm. The 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 the, the mission, the direction, the strategy has been outlaid. Everyone knows what's going on, where we're going, what we're trying to achieve. Okay, and that and we're above them, and it's like the opposite. So, yeah, yeah. like, I think you're very very. I'm pleased that you've brought up Stoke and Swansea. You ask those guys of fans of those clubs how the mood is. Maybe not so much and whether, Swans, and whether they, they yeah. will be renewing their season tickets. And I can I can say confidently, with my chest out, my shoulders back, that ninety percent at least, pardon the pun, of fans of those clubs will be renewing their season tickets. Let's go on to on to Twitter. I still refuse it to call it X. It's Twitter to me. It's like people, isn't it, who still call Snickers marathons. Because oh, they just refuse to. And don't, let's start actually with, with Craig, uh, who says, um, will Chris be buying a Snickers or a Twix at the next home game? Well, Craig, hopefully Chris turns up because obviously he decided to sack off the FA Cup game for, to, to swan about in London. So if you turn up at the next home game, Chris, um, what will you be buying, a Snickers or a Twix? Uh, I think I'll be opting to taste the rainbow and I'll be going for a bag of Skittles. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'll have a Skittle for To, to lob at you in the row in front of me. <laughs> Um, let's... On a serious note, can I just say one more time? The chocolate bar selection at Carrow Road is appalling. I think you just need to grab. It's just get one from Morrison. It's rubbed. The... Oh, oh, oh! What? So you're not putting money into the club's pocket, Jack? Well, you're sneaking things into the ground, are you now? <laughs> not sneaking. You're supporting a big national multi-corp and not That's exactly what we are. Club. How dare you? Um, yeah, yeah, I am actually because the price. Move of... on from Snickers before I lose my head. The price of a sausage roll. I hadn't realised it's a serious issue. Right, let me hit you with a with a with a line now. Go on then. Um, absolutely no clue what this bloke's on about. So let's quickly move on. Um, Hayden Brown's question: Can I have the club I love back? Oof. When when do we get? How that, how Jack? old is Hayden? Just just for context. Do I don't know? know. He's got a picture of Sergeant pulling a funny face as a profile picture. I would assume. Younger, younger. Do you know the thing? The, the thing that I would say: When can you have the club you love back? Truly, I think it's when the when the Atanasios have full control. People don't want to hear that because it's in twenty twenty six. I find it really interesting. I, you know, I think there's a, a a generation, if not well, there's a few eras of football fans younger than us, right? It's actually not a bad shout where you're going here. I know where you're going here. I like it. Do you know you? where I'm going? I think I'm I'm almost like I don't it's not generational, but you're it's, not weathered. It, 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 you're not weathered. No, enough. what no, I'm saying I'm like an era before you. Yeah. And then there's probably a couple before no, me. After. After. After me. Whatever. Yeah. There's probably like 14-year-olds, 13-year-olds going to Carrow who, who who have grown up in a very different world and also yeah. a very different era of football, who pick the teams that they support based on their favourite player on FIFA. Or pick the teams that they support based on who's on first to match of the day. And like, mm. I'm not criticising that, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, it takes less of a downfall for those guys to sack it off. Like, 
we go to Norwich week in, week out, partly because it's what we do. Yeah, and, young, and, yeah. and it's just what we do, right? Yeah. And whether we're in League Two or whether we're in the Champions League, I'll have my season ticket. I won't give it up, regardless. But younger generations see things as more disposable? Of is course. that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, so that's good a concern, way of isn't it? it? And that's a huge concern. And there will be swathes of kids coming through high school now going, why on earth? Because when I was going through high school, me and my mates would all pick up a ticket and we'd go together. And that's yeah. what we did over yeah. the weekend. Why would you do that as a as a fourteen year old kid? That would be mm. I don't know what the kid go down the skate park and have a prime or something. Do some vaping. I'd rather I'd rather go down the skate park G- and have a, sh- a watermelon vape. Can I just say that is shocking from you? Well, that's what kids do. They drink prime and they vape. Well, please don't vape. Uh, Ross Ammies have says, a um, Ross Ammies, yeah, have a Lakers instead. <laughs> that, now that I can endorse, and you'll need a lot of it this season as well. And there's a discount code in the description. Oh, uh, Ross Ammies says, can you honestly envision a more promising season next season, given how this season has and is going with half the squad and the quality left most likely leaving come this oh, summer? Jack, so this depressing. is something that you mentioned in your uh, your post Bristol post mortem. <sighs> Um, Look, and, it's... Uh, and, and I think and I think that, that Ross has got a great point. It's not just January that, that that's the concern uh, with who will leave. It's the summer because this might be doing a lot more. Da- this season might be doing a lot more damage than we think. It's huge. It's the biggest concern. Is um, it? It is because I, I had this same conversation over the summer, and. You know, when I did my pre-season predictions video, and this certainly isn't me going, oh, I was right, blah, 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 and I predicted us to finish mid-table, and everyone went, no, we'll, we'll be top six, we'll win the league, blah, blah, blah. This was my reasoning, and it's the same again this season. We have lost Timu Puki, Max Ahrens, Andrew Omobamadeli, replaced them with nobody, got the same manager who had just led us to a mid-table finish. What do you expect to change? Let me finish. Let's go through this summer. We will lose Jonathan Rowe, Gabrielle Sarah, Josh Sargent, Could. and probably Angus Gunn. Could. Should, probably will. We will probably have we probably will have a different manager come this this time next season. God only hopes. Right? But what difference do you expect to happen? Mm. It's the same board, it's the same leadership. It, it's going to be the same. You cannot write this season off and it's and just magically hope that next season is better. Because every season, the teams at the top of the championship get struck. Leicester City, right. how are we meant to compete with Leicester City? Well, you can't. Less, and, and that's why Mavadidi rocked up there instead of us. Um, Banners, who goes by the name on X as 70s Barclay Boys. This, nice. is, this is a bloke that's clearly... Weathered. He's weathered. He's, he's weathered some ups and downs. <laughs> Um, so here we go. Let's see what Banners has to say. January is still young. Uh, BK has a plan this month to leap into action with player moves in and out and maybe find a way to help an ailing coach. Now, I'll respond to this first. What I want to, again, to, to be honest with, with, the, uh, with the viewers, Jack and I fell out last week, didn't we? We fell out. Do you remember? Uh, which which occasion? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we heavily fell out. Yeah, with our with our great sponsor Hill Coaching, we've got a lovely group yeah. chat on WhatsApp, and, and we were quite we were, feisty that group. It chat. was it was. It, I tell you what, last week it got yeah. really. It got to the point where I was going to leave it. <laughs> I just can't fucking take it, mate. Because do you know what? I'm just I'm just I I can't 
I want to be positive. I want to defend. I want to be optimistic. I want to be hopeful. But they are giving me fuck all. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, to so respond you still to, haven't told what we anyway, fell out about. Yeah, so, so, yeah. So, sorry. So, the point of the fallout is there's this message of, oh, it's, it's all right um, because we'll sign some players in January. Yes. And, um, you know, it'll be all hunky-dory again. And my challenge is, and I think the reason why we've not already bought players in, what quality of player is going to rock up at Norwich City Football Club in the current state that it's in, yeah? This state of limbo, stodginess, flux, toxic atmosphere at home and arguably away, um, so much detachment, so much, uh, there is apathy as well as anger. Apathy does exist within, within the, the fan base as well. And then as a player, you're rocking up. You're not going to be paid high wages because they're all being sucked up by the summer signings. And, um, <laughs> which don't get me started on. And they're looking at this and they're going, hmm. I look under every single North City social media post and there's about 500 comments saying Wagner out. <laughs> so if you're a player and you're trying to be persuaded to work to, to go to a football club under a manager that is likely to be, well, should be dismissed um, within the next few games. Like, why would you come to this football club? So my concern, I don't think that January fixes our issues no, no, with, 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 with player ins at all. I don't think, I don't, I'd, I'd be I'll surprised. Be, I'll be stunned any. if we signed any good players. But anyway, you can respond to-, to What um, was the question, sorry? Good point, because I've gone off on a fucking massive tangent then, sorry. Um, Banners says, January's still young. BK has a plan this month to leap into action with player moves in and out and maybe find a way to help ail an ailing coach. No, it's not happening. It's Good. Not happening. Uh, Phil Wall, and, and this is a nice can one. Can I just say, that? can I just say, right, let's just go to Phil Wall. Here we go. Phil Wall. Oh, let's read out his bio. Yeah. Transport manager at DIL Haulage LTD. Mm. Proud to have served Queen and Country RAF veteran. Can I just say, Philly Wall, even without reading your bio... Yeah. I knew that that's, an upstanding that's, member of society, and that's name of the week, by the way. Let's give it to Phil Wall. Yeah, that's like just such a solid name, good name. solid bloke. So, what's he saying, Jack? Well, Phil's Phil's son, Jake, yeah. Jake Wall, another you know the upcoming member of society. Yeah. It's his twelfth birthday. Yeah, happy twelfth birthday to my son, Jake. We travel home and happy away. Happy birthday, Jake! To ninety percent of games for our home here in Leighton Buzzard. Loves the club. But even at his young age, is becoming apathetic. <laughs> Help me to keep him singing loud and proud in blocky of the lower Barclay. Look, it's probably just you and Jake Hang singing. On. So, so Phil, you must sit near us yeah. then. Let me zoom in on Phil. <laughs> Phil, Phil, say hello next time because yeah. you sit in the same block as us, well, mate. Happy, happy twelfth um, birthday. Yeah. All, all I'll respond to with that is. Happy birthday to Jake, and also Leighton Buzzard is where he's from. What an interesting here's, location. Here's my, here's my message to you, Jay. As a 12-year-old, you've got so much goodness ahead. Just think, by the time you get to 15, 16 years old... The Atanasios will be in full control. Yeah, you'll be going, Phil, there, Phil. There won't be a queue in the River End toilets. I reckon at, the, at 16, instead of calling Phil dad, he's just going straight up Phil. He's going, Phil... I'm off to Sweden. We're in the Europa League. And you know what? You're not coming with me. I'm going with my pals. Right. You're going to travel Europe yeah. as a 16-year-old whippersnapper. There'll be six options of chocolate in the lower Barclay. There'll be Lakens on tap. You'll be merry for every game. Norwich will be flying high under American investment. And you will look back on the, on the, on the grotty days of being 12 when Norwich were 14th in the championship. And you'll go, thanks, Dad. 
for taking me from Leighton Buzzard. Thanks very much. Because now, because now I support the best football club, not only in East Anglia, because mm. that's been the case, but not only in the UK, but in Europe, where Norwich City are flying high. And, and you'll just... go, Phil, thank you for serving Queen and Country. And can I just confirm that this man is doing dry January and he's just come out with that. And you'll be going, Phil. Right. Let's bring Phil, it. <laughs> continue driving Jake from Leighton Buzzard to Norwich City with the hope that one day those players can contribute as much to society as, as you. you did. Yeah, here, yeah, here, here on here's that Here's to Phil. Point. Yeah, here's to Phil. And Jake. Let's bring things back Happy down. Happy 12th let's, birthday, Let's Jake. bring things back down to reality. Good old Phil. And this is what <laughs> deeply concerns me, Jack, oh, is that there is, there is, there is talk amongst the fan base, certainly online, around what can they do to make the board listen. It's got to that point. And, and Jeffman98 has highlighted a, a post that, that, that he's put before. He says, I don't want to resort to this, but when the club won't even communicate with fans, there's rumours of Weber still having influence at board level. Can I just stump on that straight away and say, that's not the case. He's not been at the training ground or Norwich City Football Club since he left, which was pre, uh, sorry, yeah, pre Cardiff. Um, so that is just hearsay. I can stomp on that. Um, uh, board level and owners who look down on the people who the club exists for. We need to be heard. I agree with that point about looking down on the people. It certainly feels that way. Anyway, Jeff Mann has sort of quoted this and he's highlighted if he, referring to David Wagner, isn't sacked by the next home game, it's clear they're not listening to us. Let's make them. Dealer out, Wagner out, Napa, sort it out, chance needed. I'd even go as far as booing on the Bull City because the announcer is counting down to boos would be funny as fuck. Um, the, do you know... What do you think's an, an older football chart? Booing or on the Bull City? I, I, <laughs> do you think the boo... Was it, is it the chicken or the egg? I... I well, first of all, I, I'm, I'm so sad... And, and by the way, I know who we should and boo I know, as well. and, I know, and I know Jeff. Go on. We should boo the announcer of On the Ball City. No, 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 no. No, no go on. Boo them all. <laughs> when you go up to the up to the catering lady, oh, I'll, and, she's, <laughs> and, she, and she says, "Do you want a Twix or a chocolate bar?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Can I honestly just say on a serious note? And I know that Jeff Man. Don't do that. Be kind to people. And I know that Jeff Man feels this way as well because he's he's clearly outlined that he doesn't want to resort to this. <laughs> This is so concerning, Jack, yeah. that people are starting to talk about what they can do that's so fucking toxic mm. to get the board to listen, to make that change that should be made. It's, mm. it's sad, isn't it? it, anyway, it, who it, else, it what else is everyone saying? Come on. Um, Carl Skillings. Hello to Carl, big big friend of the channel. Hello, Carl. Living over in Minnesota, but Norfolk boy at heart. Statement, supporting Norwich City Football Club has become boring, embarrassing, a chore and painful I used to not mind paying dollars to tune in to watch games. Now, I don't even think about it. Mid-table mindset, mid-table team, big changes needed. Sums it up. And, and Carl, I remember Carl, every single week, he'd be waking up early hours of the morning in America or late of the evening, whatever the time zone is. Not a sociable time to tune mm, in. To yeah, Norwich, yeah, yeah, yeah. Preston yeah. in the championship. Injecting the coffee yeah. and watching the boys. And now he's not. And you know what? That is the that is the biggest slap in the face that our city football. And we can't, he doesn't care. And I wish I could challenge it or or, or defend it, but I can't. It's probably watching the Milwaukee Brewers. And let's back up the point of around season tickets because there's so many there's so many 
Uh, we've had so many statements around season tickets this, this week, Jack. DRG, Dan Greengrass, friend of the channel. Hello, Dan. He's a statement. This is the first time in my 20 years of having a season ticket that I've struggled to give my seat away. Lower, Bar yeah, so Lower Barclay, just above the goal. So Literally offered it for free in four WhatsApp groups and got greeted with, are you having a laugh? Clubs in a shambles. So true. Done it. The, the, I've had spare tickets that have come up through friends on my own this season. I've offered them out and they've gone. Mm. <laughs> have to pay me to go. Um, ben says, statement, there is absolutely no chance that Wagner leaves this season. He's too well liked by those above him at the football club and despite results, he will not go this season. Do you think that's a fair assessment from Ben? I'll be honest, I wasn't listening. He's saying that there is no way in hell that Wagner leaves this season. I think there's a way in hell because I, I, I think that we're getting to the point of it, it's completely, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, in un, untenable. Un, un, untenable. Good word. It, it is getting to the point of being untenable. And, and, but do you not and think I've said it in the last podcast. Well, yeah. I've said it in the, pod, in the last podcast, podcast before that. I think, you know, we have been knocking on the door of interim manager territory. Uh, and and Bristol Rovers for for, for me is it, 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 it has to be the final nail in the coffin, but, but, surely, but because Chris... it's appalling. We've got Hull City away. It, honestly, if we again pin me up on the dressing room wall, please use me as motivation, please, for the greater good of this football club. Right, we ain't getting a point. We're, we're not drawing against Hull. The t we are going to get mauled by the Tigers. An absolute embarrassment, by the way, because what a shithole that is. Right? Former city of culture. Shit may I add? No, don't for care. some context. Yeah, and that'll be corrupt, I'm sure. Um, Hull. I like you. Welcome me into um, your open and cultural then, arms. And then West Brom at home. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, and that and that and that will be one of those games where I'm sure David will revert to, you know, the, the old uh, let's just park the old Wagner wagon and you know dig deep, twenty five percent possession. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying, Chris, is for for Ben and me and other fans, you you can only go off facts of this season, and we and we've we've hit what feels like doom day so many times yes. and he's not been sacked. So so why will it suddenly now change? Well well no yeah I, I, yeah I agree. But I just have an I just have a feeling that it's going to you you're I'm speaking sp with hope. Yeah rather, I am. Rather I'm than speak, anything I'm else. speaking into existence. And um, 23 I'm going to do something different. We've got a bit of audio that's been sent oh. in from 23 Duff on Blue uh, on Blue Sky social I'm not sure what that means but let's just play what he has to say. It's the goop, he has the goop, lad. Stay or go. He has to go. He has to go. That's of course a famous uh, clip if, from AFTV. Do you do you ever wish that we were still doing fan cams? Uh, no, because I think we probably would have been lynched by <laughs> <laughs> those days of standing outside in the cold are well. Here's 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 us. a here's a uh, a comment that will. Uh, will We'll be interested to see what your response. Uh, is, it, is it going to annoy me? Because I'm no, already at boiling no. point. Chris says, "Why do we bother?" I'll tell you oh, why. It annoys. Why have I just paused on that? I'll tell you why we bother, Chris. Oh. I'll tell you why we bother. Go on. Because I've never got to, to the point in which... Where I, look, I am genuinely really upset about the way the club is going. But these lows make the highs feel so good. And I, just keep going, keep I going. was telling myself, I'd go back to 2019, whenever it was, Manchester City at home. And I'm going, why am I going today? We've got Sam Byram at right back. No way will he be able to contain whoever the striker was from Man City there. Probably Aguero. I don't know. And guess what happened? Norwich City turned up and they gave us something. And we will take that to the grave. Those moments. You don't know when they're coming. 
but they're coming. Stick with it. Stick with it, Chris. You never know when the good moments are coming. And that's why you stick with it. Because one day, Chris might rock up to the Lower Barclay and see a picnic bar in there as well. And a dairy milk. He doesn't know when that's coming. The dream's alive. But you never know. You've just got to keep plugging away with your twits. What I would say, as as a very, 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 very weathered Norwich City supporter, 30 years old, I can confirm it has been worse than this. Yes. We have stooped to League One. Um, I've seen an appalling Glen Road aside um, get relegated from from the Championship. Um, I've seen such shocking football in and around that that era. It's been bad, and Jack has got a point. Right, if there's if there's one straw that you can reliably clutch onto, it's that you, you in, in a sort of sick way. You've got to enjoy this yeah. pain. Yeah. Like, you see the pain that we're getting week in, week mm. out. Greet it with mm. a hello and go, hello, you. <laughs> and go, actually, do you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Hit me harder. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me harder, pain. Yeah. Let me feel this pain because you know, you know that in, in a year, two years, three years, maybe five years' time, you will be given the biggest high you've ever been given in your puff. Mm. (laughs) And you will be in the stand Mm. and you'll be breathing in like that famous win against Man City Mm. home. And you'll be like, and I was, I was like, God, I remember being relegated to League One. God, I remember watching a turgid football under Chris Hewton. God, I remember being managed by Peter Grant. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I remember some shit times, okay? So feel the low, mm. enjoy the low in mm. a sick way, mm. embrace the low, mm. laugh at the low. And we are at the point now yeah, yeah. where if you don't laugh, you'll cry. I didn't expect that you was to get good. motivation. No, that was good. And, and, and I'll tell you the other reason we continue, Chris. Sick canary because says, we've get got, gone, by the way. We've got nothing better to do. What, what else are you going to do with your Saturday? Hollywood, Potter round Hollywood Lockup's Bowl. garden centre. Hollywood Bowl. What are you going to do? Hey, eh? drink oh, yourself to death in the pub. God. Don't do that. Go to the lower river end and watch Norwich City draw 1-1 with Bristol Rovers. Um, Twed, do it, Chris. Twed, Twedmeister says, Chris Revo, where the fuck do we go from here? I don't know. Right, let's have one final question. Yeah, go on then. Pumster. Pumster? Pumster. That, that could be a challenger for name of the week. And I like this. Go on. How much do you like it? Not loads, but enough to read it out. Go Hello? Actually, I've got two more. Pums to second from last. Right, okay. Cup replay needs to be boycotted. We need to let them know we won't stand for this with season ticket renewal. There will be people... Imagine going to Bristol on a Tuesday night I read. I read... Actually, no, I'm not going to say that, actually. Don't worry. The the only positive of the replay is I think a lot of people wouldn't, you know, won't have watched Norwich play at Bristol Rovers. So for some, it'll be a nice tick in the box. Right. Yeah, okay. Move on. Paul. Norfolk Paul. Bio. Old enough to know better. That's so so solid. We're going to be finishing with Paul this This, week. And this stinks of positivity. Norfolk Paul is giving us some positivity. Positivity Paul. Go on. Wrong. The surname Wagner is derived from the German surname Wagonari, meaning wagon driver. 
Sadly, <laughs> no. That that's this is bullshit. No, I don't think it's Norfolk Paul. No, oh, Norfolk Paul was the one that gave us um, what Napa meant. I think so. It yeah. could be. It could be right. <laughs> could be, or it could just be bullshit, guys. Either way, I like it. Okay, go on. Let me start again. Sorry. The surname Wagner is derived from the German surname Wagonari, <laughs> meaning wagon driver. Sadly, the wheels fell off our wagon months ago, <laughs> but the driver has continued to drive it towards obscurity, sending everyone to sleep along the way. Stop the bloody ride. I want to get off. <laughs> Hashtag 20%. <laughs> David Wagonari. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. The wagon driver. Oh, I can't. I actually can't. I can't. I can't. Do you know what? I'm done. I'm retired. That's it. I'm done. Um, Hull on Friday. Look, I, I, I desperately tried to get uh, Chris to do a watch along with me. And his response was... Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> And do you know what? Honestly, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> please. What's like, that Zara Nor- McDermott? Norwich City Football Club. Please. Please just give us something, okay? Just anything, okay? Go away at Hull mm. and give us a really horribly dirty, skanky, cretinous, dirty, horrible, nasty one-nil win. Yeah, park the wagon. We know that we love to do that. The wagon park, driver. Park the wagon. Um, sit sit deep. Um, get one of their players sent off and nick a dirty one they'll win. Okay. Just please give us something because I I, I am struggling to, to co-host this podcast. I'll be honest with you. You might be on your own next week, Jack. Look, I will continue to force you into that very seat and make you talk about Norwich City. Um for the rest of this season, at least, I'm a bit um, worried if it continues that we'll be cancelled, because I'll just by our by ourselves. Yeah, well, I'll cancel myself. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, um, right. speak to you right. next week. Turn the camera off. after a mauling by the Tigers. Thanks for watching, everybody. Um, and but we'll... can, hang on, can I just say, um, if you've got to this point uh, and you've watched and listened to this all the way through, I want you to 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 post on X. Mm. Hashtag wagon driver. Wagon driver. Hashtag wagon driver. Okay. I want to see proof in the pudding because I don't believe that anyone with a sound mind has listened or watched this podcast all the way through. Hashtag wagon driver. How dedicated of a Talk North City subscriber are you? Up the wagons. See you later, everyone. Bye bye. <laughs>